Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout and discussing everything that has been taking place in the geek world over the past 168 hours. Well, give or take. It's the Stolen Droids Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode number 143. I'm Schmitty. I'm Zahner. I'm Derek. I'm Amber. And I'm Zook. We've got a full house on deck. Big time full house. I know. And we're live. We're all in person, so anything could go. Well, we're live previously recorded. Yes. As our friend Squishy <laughs> likes to say. We're live, but not for you. Uh, and we got a lot of headlines this week, as opposed to last week where we had next to nothing, and I'm sure you could tell. We apologize for that. But thanks for sticking with us. Uh, first off, special thanks to our friends over at trekradio.net, kryptonradio.com, openbookaudio.com, and stitcher.com. Uh, we have some feedback. Like I said, we're just jumping right along here. Uh, feedback comes to us first off from Sam. Sam writes to us about the Xbox One getting into China and Microsoft shoving their foot in the door, as he says. Uh, hey guys, it's me again, Sam. About this topic, I actually have to disagree in that the Xbox will come, become the number one console out there. Over the summer, I went to China, Beijing, for a period of six weeks. During this time, although I was stuck in a college dorm, on one of the excursions we were able to go down to the basement underground mall area, and the group walked around. Every electronic store we saw that sold games only had PlayStation and Nintendo games, ranging from the original DS to the PlayStation 3 and Vita. Um, he goes on about the different Sony products they have there. He does point out, um, sorry, Sam, you, you, you go on here for a while, so I'm going to paraphrase, but that they're all legitimate. And I'm glad he brings that up because bootleg is a big thing in China and a lot of Southeast Asia, and I'm thinking... Well, yeah, sure. Of course, there's going to be a lot of J- Japanese stuff there. They're just a bay away. They can smuggle all that stuff in. Uh, but he brings up that a lot of it is legitimate. Uh, in my previous years as well, I went to the Hong Kong area to visit relatives. The only device they had were the DS and a PlayStation, but not the Xbox. Although it can be argued that because Japan is right next to China, consoles can get into China one way or another easier than the Xbox. Following that argument, Nintendo and PlayStation have already put their <laughs> presence in China, just not officially. Following that, if Japanese entertainment systems have already gone into China before they lifted the ban, just think of how many people would simply join the network now that the same consoles that they already bought are now allowed. Uh, good point, Sam. I don't know. I still think that the only reason why those are in there is because Japan is so much closer. Uh, once Microsoft starts making a presence, I think they're going to make waves. Plus, from what I know, being a Japanese person, the Chinese don't exactly love us. Um, some sort of historical reference I'm not going to get into. But they seem to emulate the American stuff a lot more than they emulate Japanese stuff. Well, you got to play the race card. <laughs> <laughs> well, he makes a good point. I mean, like it, right now, they only are getting the Sony and the Nintendo stuff because that's the only option. But now, with Microsoft being an option... They're going to crowd to that way more than the Sony stuff. So I, I can see what these things They're going to wear their Nikes that they probably made and drink their Coke that they probably helped make <laughs> and on their iPhones, which we know they made, and play their Xbox, which they didn't make, actually. No, something new for a change. Maybe, maybe for that reason alone, the Xbox will take off because they didn't have to kill themselves making it. 
<laughs> Literally. Uh, we also have some feedback from Ruff. Uh, Ruff apologized for his previous typos in the email he sent calling Schmitty out on his grammar. Evidently, that's what happens when you use autocorrect. He also says uh, that he brings up a point that Google has evidently not read the history of software development because they brought Clippy back. Uh, however, in the form of Pegman for Google Maps. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Have you yeah, used Google Maps? I Here, I'm going to turn my screen, which is going to be great on the microphone. On my phone, I use it, but... If you use Google Maps on the PC, you will see Pegman here. And as you're trying to actively type for an address or search for something, he's hijacking your experience. Uh, Hi, I see you're using Google Maps. Ooh, I notice you're already typing an address. You can click here for Street View. Want to see photos? Like, no, just go the freak away. I want to use this program that I've used. How long has Maps been around now? A long time. Yeah, a decade? Ten, ten years mm-hmm. now, yeah. How long has Clippy been dead for? Uh, longer than that. <laughs> How soon we forget. It's like, dude, Google, we know what Google Maps are. We've been using them for a while. I like the layout it is, so... That really disappoints me. I, hi, Peg Man. You should die. <laughs> Can you turn him off easily? There is an work. X. However, the X doesn't work. You can click the X, but by the time you click the X, he's already gone up to the search bar to show you the next thing. So you're trying to chase him around the screen. He says, which, why do you want to kill me? What? Yeah. <laughs> What's more? Someone should make it where the uh, your mouse is like a fist. <laughs> and so you can punch its face punch, instead. Punch peg, man. So if you can't exit out of it, it's like a that flash fist game. will be like, well, I'll take this then. So <laughs> someone needs to come up and think of that fast, please. I, I'm thinking this is going to be the new meme. This is going to be like Pegman being hung. I'd love to see the Google Street View car run over Pegman. <laughs> like, yeah. like caught on the bumper in the windshield. That would be awesome. Big sightings on Google Street. Yeah. You, you can see the accident from Google Earth. There's a yeah. big, big red streak down the highway where, <laughs> where they just nailed Pegman. I would like to point out that depending on what you're searching, Pegman is jumping all over your city while you're trying to chase him down. It could cause a lot of damage. <laughs> it's like Godzilla. Only Pegman-y. Soon it'll be like if you want to look at pictures of your house just to see what it looks like. There's going to be a picture of him on the inside. Looking out the window. <laughs> I'm inside. Yeah. Wearing an NSA ball cap. The call is coming from inside the house. It's inside the house. <laughs> Holding an elf on the shelf. <laughs> I brought my friend with me. Oh, that 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 turned bad fast. That escalated quickly. <laughs> All right, thank you for the feedback. Again, you can let us know anything you want us to know. I'm eloquent at times. Uh, emails, feedback at soulandroids.com or call us at 801-917-GEEK. Uh, I've been missaying the number. It's 801-917-4335. So if you've been dialing someone else, I apologize for that, and hopefully you entertain them. <laughs> Into our headlines this week, we have a bunch of them from social media and the government man. Yeah. First off, uh, actually, it turns out the convergence of the two. Farmville, from social media, had a government spam going on. Uh, or a scam, spam. I should say. <laughs> well, they spammed it. Yeah, those Romanians, um, they, they screwed the Romanian government out of about half a million euros for virtual <laughs> cow funds, which just cracks me up to no end. Very. Yeah. 
they, they never realized that the government funds that were given for farming were for real animals and not the purple cow that wanders across your timeline. <laughs> so if I understand this correctly, explain this to me. They received government funding, as you do for farmers, and, and this happens in the U.S. too. Farmers get actual subsidies and, and loans and assistance funds because they were supposedly maintaining over 1,800 animals but as it turns out, they were maintaining Farmville animals, and they were getting loans for it? Yeah, they were getting a government grant of about $183 per cow per month. And they even had a, a couple of real cows just for veter veterinarians uh, to examine, just so they had a, you know, a reasonable... Well, when you own that many fake cows, I mean, I guess you, you can kind of afford a couple Did they just ones? rotate out the same four cows? Like, did they just put a couple extra spots on them so they wouldn't know the difference? <laughs> They're like paper spots just taped on there. Crazy dude. I, I, forgive me, this is horrible pun work here, but it, they truly were gaming the system. They, they were. I, they were doing I'm not trying well. to be punny here, okay? that That is the origin of the term. <laughs> I mean, instead, of, this is smart. Instead of paying to play Farmville, they're getting paid to play farm bill. So this is this is pretty brilliant on that part. And they did it for three years. They, they managed this for three years. That Romanian government is almost inept as our American government. Do you guys remember way back when there was a spam email that went around um, the world's economies on the story of two cows? They said that uh, capitalism, you buy two cows, you breed it, um, sell one of the cows repeat and make profit. Communism, you don't own any cows and the government tells you how, how much milk you get. And it goes on and on and on like yeah. that. I want to see an updated version using Farmville cows in the Romanian government. <laughs> Someone get on that while you're working on the Pegman thing. Yeah, yeah, Schmitty, we'll, we'll leave that to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> or maybe Ruff can do it since he's our, he's our eco eco economist. Economist? Economist. Wow. <laughs> Don't strain yourself there somewhere. That hurt. I'm sure Ruff has all the time in the world while riding home on the train. You know, I'm going to screw that up now for the next week. <laughs> Economist. Economicist. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's um, been a long day. In other uh, social media news, this one's kind of uh, infuriating from my point of view. I don't know how everyone else feels. Facebook uh, was rumored to have been working on video ads. The story broke with the Wall Street Journal, and shortly after it broke, Facebook just decided to announce it. Yeah, we're working on video ads. They'll automatically launch when you go to the site. Uh, they'll be muted, though, so don't worry about it. But it's happening on the mobile version, too. This is worse than those... You remember uh, MySpace? You go to the page and it automatically started playing that person's favorite playlist. Yeah. Yes. It started loading the GIFs and... Animated background. Or at least their favorite playlist from eight months ago because they hadn't updated their page in forever. <laughs> this is worse than that. Because at least those people weren't trying to shove products down your throat. Yeah, these are posted above your news feeds and your... Yeah, it's, this is going to be horrible. I'm honestly surprised it hasn't happened before now. Well, I think someone, someone had to have had the idea, no, no, this, is a, this isn't good. We shouldn't do this. I think that's how everything happens at Facebook, though. They come up with an idea, and someone is always there saying, this is a really bad idea. 
And they have just a standing rule that the guy that says this is a bad idea, they do opposite of what he says. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's how it goes. We got one of those guys in my office. Or they put him in the hole. <laughs> I'm sorry, what you disagreed? Oh, guess where you're going for the night? Six weeks in the hole. Janitor yeah. duty. Here's your lotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I know. I know. Bob said that's a horrible idea, but he also really liked X versus Sever Ballistic. So we're not going to listen to him for anything ever again. <laughs> yeah, I think Facebook really seems to me to be a company that does every single thing they can to piss off their users. And they get away with it. And they get away with it. It makes no sense. I, I do not understand this. This, If this goes through, and, and to be fair, Facebook has launched a lot of things that someone higher up was gung-ho about, but then it hits the public, and everyone's like... No, we don't like this. So they take it back, or they change it. Remember Graph Search? Graph Search was supposed to dig into all your deepest, darkest secrets. It's still there. Well, yeah, but they've gimped a lot of the the accessibility Not to really. it. Not really, mm. they they just they they said they're pulling back on it, and you can change your security settings, but it's still there and fully functional. Yeah, a good point. That's that's true. There is a possibility that this will not stay, or if it does, it will be changed somewhat. But if they don't, this would probably be what kicks me from Facebook for good. Can you imagine what this is going to do for people's data caps on mobile devices? Oh, man. I just wanted to look at my feed, and you're loading video? Yeah. One of the biggest reasons why I'm on there, honestly, is obviously podcasts. But we have family in Norway and it's like anytime, you know, they love the stuff that we update regarding our family or whatever. And it's like, you're going to be posting stupid crap that's going to be like, sorry, guys, snail mail. Because if you want anything, I'm not going to be, you know, I don't want to go somewhere where it's automatically going to pop up ads. And who's to say that every ad that pops up is actually going to be safe to look at. Good point. I mean, you have kids that always want to go on there and be like, oh, I want to see who what so-and-so wrote, or I want to see, you know, someone's new baby or whatever. I mean, you're innocently going to someone's page, and then all of a sudden you have something that pop up that isn't, in a, you know, isn't really appropriate, and regardless of how quick you... Uh, they can the flood my screen with porn as long as I get a dislike button. <laughs> That's all I want from Facebook. That seems like a one of them for you, Derek. I'm not seeing a whole lot of negative there. I just... I... I, 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 I Everybody's got video advertising now. I, I mean, look at YouTube. What they're yeah, going to do? A joke. They're going to give you ladies in the bathtub with their elbows out, <laughs> and that's how it's going to be. And instead, they're just going to give you an ambivalence button. Yes, <laughs> a meh. I'm just. Gonna, I'm going to give it a meh. Let's just hope that AdBlocker Plus comes up with an update to block these. Yeah, but that doesn't work for all mobile devices will, or anything yeah, else. Yeah, it works for any mobile. But. But Amber has a point. I mean, my family, my wife and I had a blog for our family for a long time because it was really a convenient way for our, our extended family to know what was happening. Well, you know what happened? Posting to the blog became a pain. You always felt like you had to write these huge dissertations on everything the family's been doing and how perfect your family is. And it's so much easier to just do a quick status update. Yeah, short and witty doesn't work on a blog so much. No. I get in trouble when I do those. 
my wife's like, no, that's, that's not going That's why I don't post anymore. <laughs> that's why I update my blog like three times a year. But where my family used to enjoy our Facebook updates, because, oh, look, it's this person's first day of school, and, oh, look, hey, Zook is doing this. Now it's, oh, look, Zook just, you know, slaughtered a purple cow and... Salted the earth of all his neighbor farmers. <laughs> No, they haven't let me do that yet. I'd so be there. Otherwise. I would totally do that. I would play Farmville if they'd let me salt the other people's farms. Maybe that's something we could do in Minecraft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> salt, give salted earth on people's farms. <laughs> Why won't my wheat grow? <laughs> Sorry, Schmitty and I have been playing a lot of Minecraft lately. Again. Again. Still. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. We never stop. We never stop. <laughs> Just went into a room. You know it's bad when your dreams happen in cube form. <laughs> Do we, <laughs> that sounded that sounded funnier in my head until I, there was nothing met by it. it. It sounded funny coming out. There's just no appropriate response for that. <laughs> How do you respond to that? I dream in cube. You just say sausage. Move on. <laughs> Break out the sausage. Don't don't. Okay, into some Samsung news. Sorry, mental image. Um. Mashable has a write-up on a reportedly bad failure of the Galaxy S4, Samsung's newest flagship phone. We have had discussions about the S4 before here. I've worked with a lot of them now. I've used a bunch of them for other people. I've helped people on them. I'm still not sold on it. I think the S3 was a perfectly good phone. I agree. I've got an S3. My wife has an S4. She can check in on Foursquare faster than me, but that's about it. Doesn't that usually mean that you get bumped as mayor? <laughs> it has, yes. I'm surprised you're just not in a rage over this. I, I just got a plan ahead. <laughs> Driving down the street, hurrying, checking. What? What are you doing? I did, did nothing. <laughs> Keep that phone put away, woman. <laughs> well, unfortunately for Samsung, video has come out of a S4 catching fire. No, oh, it, so. it actually isn't video of... The fire itself, it's the aftermath. The guy plugged his phone in to charge, went to sleep, woke up to some smoke and some burning smells, and apparently it appears that the charger outlet got a little bit hot and melted somewhat. Um, So he contacted, I believe he contacted Rogers, which is his carrier in Canada, and Rogers freaked out, and they said, you know, send it in for warranty through us, it'll take three weeks, or just contact Samsung directly. So he contacted Samsung, and they said, well, we need video proof, and so he gave them video proof and posted it on YouTube, and (laughs) they responded and said... Take down the video. Take down the video, that's not cool. And basically it all escalated... Oh, when we say that they asked him to take down the video, we don't mean like, they, hey, dude, sorry, man, we weren't very clear. If you could please make that a private or take it down, we'll, we'll take care of this for you. No, they sent him a legal action demanding that he take down this defamatory video. Yes. So he posted up a follow-up video, and in it he said, I'm making this aware to any people who are thinking about buying an S4 or have an S4. Be careful with them. This is really sketchy. I was a Samsung fan until I read this letter. And that's referring to the legal document that they sent saying, hey, take down your videos. Um, interestingly enough, though, Nokia sent him a free phone. Yeah, well, Nokia is quick to do that. 
They they've done that quite a bit. They've lately. done that when Apple stole that stole that one director's video. Yeah, they did it another time when HTC refused to fix a guy's phone. So if you need a new phone, just post video on YouTube that you're disgruntled with your current provider, current manufacturer, and forward it on to. To Nokia and I don't think you even need to forward it. Someone at Nokia is really just trolling the internet <laughs> constantly. <laughs> Chances are you might get a free phone out of it. Warning, it'll be a Windows phone device. Then you can be cool like me. But you'll have thirty one megapixel camera. Yeah. I want that so badly. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I'll I wonder if this will work if I post video of my phone catching fire. <laughs> it's already a Nokia. You're there holding you the need wire out of the frame. <laughs> I don't understand what happened to my phone. <laughs> Cover the Nokia nameplate. Um, well, again, this is, as best I can tell, this is the first time something like this has been legitimately proven on an S4. Because there was that one guy who who said that his Galaxy exploded like that, and yeah. as it turned out, he got it wet and put it in the microwave to dry it out. And As one would do. And yeah, and yeah, it exploded. What do you know? So, well, Samsung did say that they are taking it seriously and, you know, with their legal teams, and they're investigating their issue with their legal teams. Is this isolated or is it. Uh, we don't know yet. I guess once we see other YouTube videos popping up, yeah. we'll know. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's time, how news travels tell, now. I suppose. The only issue I'm having with my Galaxy S4 is that I'm not getting uh, enough donation of troops in my Clash of Clans. So, that's my only issue. Sounds like a personal issue. <laughs> <laughs> I accept responsibility for that one. I'll, I'll try and do better. It's all your fault. Um, into some scary news. Or cool, depending on which side of the uh, robotic... Well, what's that guy's name? The one who was always... Um, the Howard something. He was always uh, predicting the end of the world. Oh, He yeah. died just recently at 92. See the rapture guy? Yeah, he's yeah. the rapture guy. Somehow he didn't see this in any of his predictions. Google just bought Boston Dynamics. Now, if you don't know who Boston Dynamics are by name, I don't blame you. It's not exactly a common company. You brought them up a couple times. But you've probably seen some of their videos. You know, they're the ones who make those killing machine robots for DARPA. The big dog. The big dog, the wildcat, the flea, Cinder the cheetah. Uh, yeah, the, the, the robot that can chase you at 28 miles an hour, which, by the way, is faster than the fastest man on Earth. 29. 29. The one that can jump four stories in a single bound. The one that can carry and hurl cinder blocks. The one that you can kick with all your might, and it will ride itself and fight back. Yeah. What the crap is Google doing? <laughs> They're trying to hasten Judgment Day. What is going on? I keep saying it. These scientists need to get their crap together, pop in some sci-fi, and realize this is Terminator, man. <laughs> together with their Google car LiDAR systems and all the, all this robotic technology, they are going to rule the world. There's it's no doubt about it. Yeah, we're going to see the T-800 within six months, a year. Yeah. And then T1000, and we're all screwed. The good news is, though, is that the T8, the T8, what was the first one? T800, I there's believe. There's a T800, but there's also the T1. Yeah. There's a T1, and the T800, and the T1000, T2000. The good news is, though, is that the T800 will be way behind on software updates. 
True. <laughs> you know, unless you get the Nexus version. Yeah, the Nexus, the Nexus version of the Terminator. He's right there for you. But you know what? The good thing is, at least Christian Bell is John Connor and Batman. So we are double covered. So we can swear to him. <laughs> <laughs> I I understand that Google has an interest in robotics, but surely we are not the only one who's looking at this with a little bit of trepidation. Let me get this straight. You already know where we are, when we're there. You know how far it is to our home at any given moment. You know our personal likes. You know what our house looks like, what our kids look like on the way to school. You have all of our personal information, and now you have a fleet of killing robots. (laughs) The robot's going to be able to tell you it took me .7 seconds to come up with 55 million different ways to murder you. (laughs) (laughs) When I came to your home, which is 16 miles away from where I was at the time, I knew you wouldn't be there, so I sat and waited after slaughtering your family. (laughs) I noticed that you've gained some weight recently, so I guesstimated it would take another half second to cut through your torso. This is efficiency. (laughs) The the prototype for the... Now live streaming on YouTube. (laughs) <laughs> the prototype for the for the Terminator series of, of droids is going to be Pegman. <laughs> I was just going to say that roboticized Pegman knocking at your door. Pegman eight hundred. And you're going to see like hidden Google symbols all over the screen. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad that I have uh, hardwood in my in my entryway as opposed to carpet because when I open the door and see Pegman there, it's all coming out. It's just all coming. I don't want to have to clean the carpets. <laughs> it's expensive. It is. It is. It, it, to make this even scarier, then our next headline. Our next headline wouldn't have been as scary as it is if it hadn't come after that. But Google's now working on integrated home appliances to compete with Nest. Now, if you don't remember, Nest is that really cool smart thermostat that will memorize everything that you do in your home in terms of temperature. It'll change the AC, the heater. It'll proactively change things for you based on previous conditions and previous habits. Well, Google wants in on that action because because why not? Well, they tried this a couple years ago, and it failed miserably. But they've never given up the dream of being able to... Control your temperature, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah, they're trying it again. Watch. The Google solution isn't actually nearly as menacing as we think. It's actually pretty benign. It's the roboticized pigman that they just learned how to build, walking into your home and changing the thermostat for you. That's the automated. You want to remotely control your thermostat? All right, we're sending pigman. He'll be there in 20 minutes. He'll arrive by Amazon drone. Yeah, he'll have your Amazon delivery for you, too. And then he's just going to sit in your house, and then you're, like, walking out of the shower... You see something, like, run past you really quick. You know, like Aliens 3. Yeah, it's, it's like some horror movie. You got little pig man running all over your house. Or he's, like, chilling on your couch. Microsoft, if you're listening and need Don't an ad idea, you're welcome. <laughs> Don't get it wet. Don't get scroogled by Pegman. You know, I want a company, unlike Boston Dynamics, who's not trying to weaponize robotics. I want I want a Rosie the Robot. You want a Roomba? <laughs> yeah. What? That'll do more than a Roomba. Yeah, Rosie from the Jetsons. Yes, I want a Rosie. Lifts the couch with one hand and vacuum, vacuums under it. <laughs> yeah. And um. and the thing is, 
undoubtedly, when you have a fleet of Rosies rolling off the assembly line, at some point there's going to be a robotic slave revolt and we're all going to be killed. I want to live in that sweet spot. You know, the, like, the, like, everything for 50 you, years of yeah. slave abuse. Where yeah, robot, like, more claiming, less stabby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call me Mr. Z. It's like a mixture of Google and Yahoo. Take the dog for a walk <laughs> on the treadmill. You know, see, if Yahoo was doing this, they'd make a bigger fleet of robots that were more effective and still make no money off of it. They'd all be painted purple, too. Exactly. <laughs> Easy to spot. There you go. You just wait. You're going to get branded on your butt by the robot that says <laughs> Google. At least it doesn't say Blackberry. Yeah, oh! <laughs> <laughs> drop the mic, Evan. <laughs> don't drop the mic. We're actually recording with it right now. Yes, uh, please don't. It's mine. <laughs> switching gears. Switching gears into a really kind of surprising one, actually. News came out just yesterday morning from top uh, NSA brass that uh, they might be wanting to talk with Edward Snowden about amnesty. Yeah, this kind of surprised us all. It's a trap! (laughs) (laughs) Very well could be. Well, it's a trap for someone. It came to light, and if you have been living under a rock and don't know this name, Edward Snowden was the NSA contractor who went above and beyond in hacking the NSA. By hacking, we mean asking for people's passwords. And came away with some documents. He then released those documents to the press and that's how we know the NSA has been spying on us this way. That, that's how we know everything. We wouldn't know any of this stuff if it weren't for Edward Snowden. Meanwhile, the Obama administration has branded him a traitor and an enemy combatant. They want him back in U.S. custody. He has seeked to si- Seeked? Sought. Yeah, don't even make fun of me. <laughs> can't think of the word. He has seeked uh, asylum in Russia. Um, Seek to the economists. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the NSA has been very busy saying, well, we can't really confirm anything he said. I mean, this is just one disgraced employee. You don't know how much of what he's been saying is accurate. None of it, for all we know. Oh, oh, you have that? Oh, yeah, let's talk amnesty. Let's get you back over here. It's come to light. He doesn't have a few documents. He has everything, doesn't he? He all the documents. (laughs) He has so many documents that he has publicly said there are some things he will never release because it's not worth it. It would do more damage than good to have everything out in the light. Like, some things should be kept secret. But he has everything. The NSA has estimated that he has only released 1%. Wow. Not just the tip of the iceberg. A little sliver of the tip of the iceberg. Like a snowball. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A Snowden ball. <laughs> Zook is on fire. Dropping the signs here. Throwing up the signs. Yeah, please no gang signs. I'm like the widest Japanese person you've ever seen. I like fail on all ethnicities. <laughs> but so. Awkward pause. <laughs> so the NSA wants him back. Um, and I understand why. I mean,. Someone who knows that much, you either try to kill them or you keep them away from everyone else who wants your information. Well, I'm pretty sure they've got teams that are ready to kill him 
given the opportunity. But like Derek said, I think this is a trap. They're trying to get him back on U.S. soil, and they're going to put him somewhere, and nobody's ever going to hear from him again. Well, surely... Surely the guy is smart enough to have some dead man trap, the dead man switches. Oh, I'm sure he does. And if he disappears, why all he's of a sudden, still alive? He's claimed to have at least two of them. Yeah, so that's the only reason the dude's still breathing. I, I personally, if we never hear from him again, I think he'd be happy with that. Actually, just so long as those things that he brought up are fixed. Well, if we never hear from him again, I'm guessing it's because he's in a dark hole somewhere with the lotion. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not going to end well for this dude. I really don't believe that it will. Show title. Where did he seek amnesty? Was it Russia? Yeah, he's yeah. in Russia. He didn't well, want I'm to. Sure they'd love to have him yeah. over there. He, well, he, he didn't want to seek asylum there. Uh, he just couldn't leave the airport. <laughs> yeah, didn't he first go to Venezuela and then... Well, he didn't go. He asked for oh, asylum. Oh, he asked for it. And then yeah, he, he first went to Hong Kong. Went, yeah, went over to Southeast Asia and then ended up in Russia. We should so. be happy he's not in China right now. Yeah. They've already got everything anyways. They like they they've got like an open door to our system. Yeah, but they don't know where Kennedy's brain is. It's all over the street in Dallas. Dude. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> it's only been 50 years. No, haven't you heard that? There's this huge conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a conspiracy that the dude never died, too. Oh, yeah. He's living in a Texas uh, rest home with Elvis. Elvis and, and Tupac. Yeah. And, yeah, there, yeah. There's <laughs> also conspiracies out there that Bill Clinton is a Disney animatronic that was given the extramarital affair, so he didn't appear too perfect. Well, that makes a lot of sense, actually. It does. It <laughs> really does. I have a theory on Clinton. I think that he is Matthew McConaughey's father. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It's all coming together now. <laughs> but yeah, we got more NSA news, too. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, some federal judges, a few of them actually, one in particular, has decided that uh, maybe some of this phone tapping could be unconstitutional. You don't say. Just, just a thought. Now, j- just for clarification, the same phone program we didn't know existed three, four months ago. I mean, we all kind of assumed, but we didn't actually know it was that established, has now been deemed unconstitutional. Uh, President Obama has pledged that he would have uh, some advisors come together and actually put together a bill on how things should change, that he'd have it by January. Well, they actually just released it today. And here's the seven highlighted points. I apologize, you guys don't have this in your headlines. I just found this today. First off, no more phone database at the NSA. They're going to shut down the place in Draper without that. Well, no, because that's for the Internet. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, Saying that it is the most offensive revelation that they've been doing. They said that if uh, someone is going to be doing it, it should be a third party or a dedicated agency for that. That the NSA should not keep a backlog database of phone records. Okay. No more back doors. Uh, let's see here. What they say is that there's been two different accusations. One, that the NSA goes in and deliberately tweaks other companies' programs, like other third-party companies like Microsoft, Adobe, Apple, gets in there and tweaks their programs so that they have kill switch access to whatever. So if there's a backdoor in Microsoft Windows, for instance, it's because the NSA hacked Microsoft and put it in so that they could access any computer. And if that's the case, that is completely illegal. Well, duh. The other one is to stop going in 
and creating backdoor access with data networks. Well, there was also that allegation that they uh, had a contract with a chip maker for uh, someone that manufactured chips for mobile phones, and NSA actually had them put in a backdoor in those chips so they could get into anyone's mobile phones. Yeah, uh, that, that's another example of a hardware backdoor. They're also prohibited, uh, quote, from stockpiling zero-day hacking tools that can be used to penetrate computer systems and in some cases damage or destroy them, end quote. Um, a zero-day attack is uh, it's a virus or a exploit. exploit that has not been patched yet. Though I don't know why you would want to stockpile that because it's only a zero day for like a day until the patch hits. Until the patch hits, yeah. Unless you're on Windows XP, which they won't get any more patches. Uh, no more watching over classified computer systems. So they were listening to us. That's great. They were also listening to our own president, the Pentagon, NORAD. What do we need to do to get ourselves classified as classified? Can we just say, this is a classified broadcast. They can't listen. Well, we probably shouldn't broadcast on iTunes, then. Oh, that's probably (laughs) Just just saying. We might want to do some effort to hide the RSS. Maybe publicly available, but it's classified. Uh, No more military-only NSA directors. Currently, if you want to hold the position of director of the NSA, you have to be military. In so fact, they can now bring Bob off the street. Well, I'm sure they have to actually be, you know... <laughs> qualified. Qualified. <laughs> by government standards, qualified. So, like, maybe you were once chairman of FEMA. Sure, let's put you in charge of the NSA. <laughs> oh, you're president of Comcast? Yeah, let's put you in charge of the airwaves. Mm. But this does mean that it, it opens up a lot more civilian oversight. Uh, in fact, uh, they're saying that the next director should be a civilian after the current general who's the director steps down next year. Uh, no more stomping all over Americans' privacy rights. Well, that seems kind of broad. And yeah. Duh. <laughs> that kind of stomps down everything they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that like negates everything. Yeah. So NSA shutting doors, end of 2013. You know, it, it's a double-edged sword because it, they claim that everything they're doing is is for the war on terrorism, but everything they're doing also infringes on our rights. So it's well, they close it, their doors when they become well, the and, ISA. They're going international. <laughs> they already have. Here, well, and here is actually how that's playing out. The last one is no more secrets, which is kind of dumb in its utter simplicity, but it makes sense. It doesn't. They don't have to declare everything they're what they're hearing, what they're doing, but they do have to declare that they're doing this. That this is what they are doing. Who do they have to declare that to? The American public. It has to be declared at all times. And one other thing, they want to shift focus here, and this is the big one, they will no longer defend American systems. The NSA's actual purpose was, at its founding, was to go out and hack other people. They were an offensive tool. With the whole war on terror, we all got really scared and looked inward at our own population, and that's where this problem came from, and they turned into a defensive mechanism as well. They're also defending America that shall be split off into a new agency. The NSA will no longer look inward to America and instead do all their activity facing out. Now, as far as defense of America, isn't that what we have the 
armed forces for? I mean, the Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, those guys are there to defend us. Well, I know you mean in a physical sense, but there actually is a cybersecurity division of the armed forces. Currently, it's under the Air Force. Yeah. I I work for the Air Force. I'm familiar. But, um, yeah, why does the NSA have to, why do we need a new agency? There's already agencies designed to do this. Well, evidently that agency didn't know this other agency was listening to them the whole time. And <laughs> the one is tripping over each other in Second Life. <laughs> See last episode. Okay, um, yeah, so, yay. Now, it's interesting, though, because it came out today as well, and this isn't in the show notes either, I apologize, but the NSA actually possesses the ability to hack the encryption on all cell phones, which, no surprise there. But even if you're encrypted, it doesn't necessarily mean you're encrypted. So. Well, I knew that. I've watched the Bourne Ultimatum. Yes. <laughs> I've watched every James Bond movie. They could do that back when Brosnan was, was Bond. I, I'm sure they were doing it when Connery was Bond. I'm know, pretty sure they, not a lot of people had cell phones. No, <laughs> no, those, those punch cards, though, that they <laughs> use on computers. They're hacking the punch cards. <laughs> Actually, that is kind of interesting. That's probably the most secure way to store data right now. It, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're going vintage. <laughs> Quick We're format a- the disc. Set the lighter to it. <laughs> yeah, just try and hack these vacuum tubes. It'll take you at least 15 minutes to get started. <laughs> warm up the belts. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, the computer squeals when you turn it on at first. It'll take a while. Okay, um, into back to, I guess, Google News in a strange yeah. way. Uh, YouTube in particular. Evidently, they've overhauled their content ID streaming system and have decided to push away half their audience. Now, YouTube isn't just cat videos anymore. I think we talked about this last week when yeah. we talked about how a lot more videos on there are becoming much more professional-like. And how that's not always a bad thing. I mean, everything gets better over time, but that a lot of amateur videos are falling by the wayside. Well, a new big thing that's out right now is the whole Let's Play movement or game streaming, where people are, and they're usually nine-year-olds, um, sitting there with a video camera on their screen while they video game. Yeah, it's become really popular. and uh, A lot of a lot of the popular games, League of Legends... Um, uh, Grand Theft Auto, Minecraft, they all have channels where you can go and watch people play, and it's its really popular. And, and I don't get this. There's even services like, uh, oh. t- there's Twitch, TV, um, a couple other services that will allow you to, to stream straight from your desktop and give you tools uh, so that you can chat with people and stuff. Um, YouTube, apparently you've been able to do this for, on YouTube for about three or four years now. Uh, however, with, with their new copyright standards that they're pushing, is this might uh, get rid of about 90% of, of these streamers. So, I, I have to say, I don't truly understand the point of game streaming. I mean, there are points where it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone knows, if you've been on the internet longer than an hour, you know who Leroy Jenkins in and is, and the only reason you know that is because someone uploaded a gameplay video. But the gameplay video wasn't streamed. It was someone doing a screen cap of their game session and then posting that to YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Schmidt and I used to play EVE Online a lot. 
Schmitty still does with my old character. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's not dead. And, and people would, but people would do the same thing. They'd run raids or they'd run operations. And if it was noteworthy, they'd edit it together and throw it on YouTube. Not a problem. But you couldn't tune in and watch someone clicking on an asteroid for four hours straight. <laughs> well, now you can. That's compelling <laughs> right there. <laughs> Ooh, maybe this next click will reveal the treasure. <laughs> and you're not even the one that can do it either. I mean, yeah. you're not even out there doing the activity itself. It's like watching. Nor somebody, are you the one virtually doing the activity. It's like somebody watching somebody play Minecraft. You know, one more block. Oh, there's going to be a diamond stockpile here. Just one more block. Four hours later, just one more block. It's like worse than the Truman Show. Yeah, I well, think it's be- kind of because of esports, though. Because, yeah. because they're spectating channels for esports, yeah. League of Legends, and oh. you know Marvel versus Capcom and Street Fighter and anything else. Uh, I don't get it either. I, I, Do you know what the only is? time I watch videos like that is if I'm stuck on something. Yeah, and, and I want to yeah. know how to do it, and that's yeah. where they're useful, like uh, how-to videos, or people or people are streaming their their games. To show a specific part of the game, to show how to get through it or something. That's when it's really useful. It's the five hour long. Well, here I am. Sessions. Okay, I've just put the disc in. Okay, there's the EA logo. That's good. Oh, here's the update I have to download. Let's wait 30 minutes. Let, yeah, oh, sorry, I didn't get the update here before I started the camera. Okay, we're going to start a new game. And I'm choosing my story. Yes, we know. We've all played a game, too. We know. Character creation process. Yeah, that's the worst. I was going to say it's like watching a character creation for Oblivion or something. Where they're just sitting there for like six hours trying to make their character look like Chuck Norris. Eyebrows are angry. Yeah. Yeah. Eyebrows are angry. I don't Stupid like chin. Yeah. Angry eyebrows. <laughs> well, you know what this is, though? This is actually another instance of the onion predicting the modern world. Yeah. There was a video, I want to say six years ago or something, the Onion released a, a mock video. If you The world of world of Warcraft. The world of world of Warcraft. <laughs> where you get to play as someone playing world of Warcraft. <laughs> you have to get up to go to the bathroom or take a lunch break. You have to get up to go to sleep. There's like hotkeys to quickly minimize the game as the boss walks in. And... <laughs> But, you know, getting back to the story, this is really affecting a lot of YouTube users, especially those who do reviews. Mm -hmm. Even if they have a few minutes of the actual game in their video, they're getting flagged as violating copyrights, and they're getting taken down. Yeah, and that is one area where that just doesn't make sense. But this is not the first time YouTube has done that. No, it's not. And it won't be the last. Movie reviewers have had this problem. Music reviewers have had this problem. Oh, you have... Yeah, five seconds of audio from this movie. Obviously, you're, you know, ruining the copyright here. Well, yeah, I'm reviewing the movie. Yeah, the movie's crap. It ruined the copyright on its own. Yeah, I, I had a uh, a very benign video of my daughter dancing to a Mariah Carey song, oh, and yeah. and they they sent me an email saying due to the copyright content in this uh, in this video, we've removed the the sound. And replace it with our own, and it's like this really nice, 
elevator music. She's dancing to Kenny G. <laughs> no, that would be copyright. Thing is, nothing's benign about Mariah Carey. Well, yeah, this, I was is, just right. this is true. But it, it was you and your four-year-old dancing to "Touch My Body." I mean, really, Schmitty. <laughs> In fact, I think that was the. I saw the video. Well, it's no longer "Touch My Body." Now it's a YouTube jazz generic. Track. Phrases I never thought Schmitty would say on air. <laughs> it's no longer touch my body. <laughs> Smooth jazz. What are your thoughts on this, listeners at home? I mean, is this... First off, what's the point of the game streaming videos? That aside, what? how bad would this affect your YouTube viewing? You know, feedback at StolenBirds.com. I mean, I love YouTube. I have a whole bunch of subscriptions. Almost none of them. No, none of them are game streaming Sites. I all have like Rhett and Link, Glove and Boots, How It Should End It, Cinema Sins, well, Geek, all the actual produced shows. Not- Geek and Sundry does a produced show with Felicia and Ryan Day where they play retro games. Mm-hmm. Are they done? Is that going to kill that? That's that a show? good point. Well, but, actually, uh, Glove and Boots have. Glove and Boots do stuff too. I mean, we've got some issues here. Except all these ones we've mentioned are actually produced by YouTube. Well, these, these are angry video game nerd. These are all ones that are posted. Yeah. Yeah. I think the ones we're mainly talking about are the ones that are that are live streaming because they have to go since they have to go through a review process now. That's the worry. Uh, well, a of bunch why of, it's going to kill the live streaming because you can't live stream if you have to go through a review. So. Well, and a bunch of previously approved videos are being unapproved. So oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, but moving on. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Um, into, well, I have to throw this one in here, and this is super fast, but since we're on the topic of video games, kind of. Uh, Kotaku has a, uh, a an article this week. There was a Tea Party Facebook group based, on, uh, based out of Florida who decided to use an image for their Facebook page. They said, look at this. This, is, this image represents us in our entirety. We absolutely love it. Yes, this is how America should be. It's an image taken from Bioshock 3, an image directly meant to mock the Tea Party. <laughs> it says, it is our holy duty to guard against the foreign hordes. And it has uh, George Washington holding up the Liberty Bell, and like the cross is emblazoned in the sun. It is specifically meant to mock you people, and they use this as their defining image. This is almost worse than that uh, the news report where they used the Halo 3 image for the United <laughs> Nations Security Council, or the Star Trek SEAL Team 6 with the Klingon skull after they killed Obama, or Sama, Bin Laden, sorry. <laughs> I can't even edit that. Dang it! <laughs> Episode number 14, where he set, talks about killing the president. You, you do that way too I often. do that a lot. We all, we all have our flaws. <laughs> Potato, potato, exactly. Obama. Next Obama. time I go get on an airplane and they tell me, I'm sorry, Mr. Zahner, you're on a no-fly list. Just don't wear your stolen I'm, droid shirt. I'm freaking <laughs> calling you and I am going to shout you down until you cry. Because I don't want to drive. It's a good point. It's a good thing we're driving down the base. <laughs> this is a very good point. All right. Uh, okay, into some AT&T news. They haven't been in the news for a while. They have decided to offer gigabit internet 
In certain areas. In Austin, I believe, is specifically yeah. where this is talking about. After Google announced that they were going to Austin, AT&T, like a week later, said, hey, guess what? So are we. Well, and with the, what's funny, most people don't realize this, but AT&T had internet first. In fact, in this area, it was AT&T broadband internet before it was Comcast. They left the area, Comcast came in. Well, they decided to offer gigapower or gigabit internet for only $70 a month, which isn't bad considering the price. The flip side of that, however, is that you open up your web history to them and allow them to serve ads to you. And not just you, anybody who connects to your network. So if grandma comes and her smartphone connects to your network, they get to see everything you that know grandma's what this means. looking at. This means it's a proxy. This isn't, this isn't an actual internet. This is proxy internet. This is like AOL. Yes, it's a portal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how they're getting you. Uh, if this sounds familiar to people, it's because it's the net zero model of business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only, only it's the net 70. <laughs> Except you want to dial in. You, just <laughs> you get a miss the awesome modem sounds. Uh, you know, that was kind of satisfying, though, i got to say. The modem yeah, as sounds? As a kid with AOL, every time I'd get on with the free floppy disk, yep. uh, and I finally was done shaking hands. And that was, that was him, man. You're like, yes, I connected. The lines weren't all busy. You've got mail. I always liked it because I'd sit there and watch and watch and watch. Ooh, 38400. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my third sign I've just thrown up here. But I would. It's <laughs> like, so oh, man, I'm down to 9600. Disconnect, reconnect, try a different number. It was almost like a metagame trying to connect to the yeah. internet. Yeah. Trying to change like all the the bit parity settings and all that stuff. Online gaming was a little different then, yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you're in Austin and you don't like your privacy, go AT and T. If you like your privacy even less, go Google. <laughs> Either way, NSA is watching. Hey, speaking about deals, we weren't, but sausage. No, AT and T seventy dollars. That's a deal. Yeah, there's a company you may never have heard of called UbiSlate. Probably because it sounds like they were just made last week. But they have decided to start offering a new tablet that costs $38. This madness, you think? Yes. Yes, it is. It's a 7-inch tablet with half a gig of RAM and a 1 gigahertz processor. It's running the fork of Android I've never heard of called 4.03. It's like some variant on ice cream sandwich. Yeah, they've yeah. worked it from a, uh, an open source version of... Ice cream sandwich. Uh, it has an SD expansion slot, a single 0.3 megapixel camera, supports Wi-Fi, and has a SIM card so you can use it as a phone. If you haven't figured out yet, this isn't meant for U.S. audiences. It's meant for areas like India where the income is much, much lower, so they still have access to technology, but they can afford it. However, it is being launched in America. Consumer warning. If you suddenly get an ad for a $38 tablet, as Derek said... It's a trap. Well, and we learned last year with my tablet buying experience for my children, buying the cheap, what were they, $90 Chinese ones, that's a bad idea. You go a third of that price, you're just asking for trouble. Yeah. You truly do get what you pay for. Um, switching into other games, maybe we didn't plan that segue well at all. Uh, no. Candy Crush Saga and Clash of Clans have decided to round out the year 2013 as the top mobile games. iOS games. iOS games. They've made more money than any other iOS game this year. Which I don't understand, because I play Candy Crush, and I've never spent a dime. Nor have I. 
And you I guys play ca- played it. Hmm? I haven't played it. I haven't played it, but I have I have heard a lot about it where people have spent like 300 or $350 I have unlocking content. I have a coworker, and I can guarantee you any meeting we have, I can look over at him and... He's playing the Candy Crush, and he finally asked me, he's like, so how much have you spent? I've only spent 200 bucks. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> really? My phone costs that much. The <laughs> name alone shuts me down. It just sounds too girly to me it, it right is, off the bat. It is an evil game. You're best to avoid it. However, Clash of Clans, on the other hand... I do enjoy Clash of that's Clans. A, that's a manly game. That is a manly <laughs> game. <laughs> it involves <laughs> archers and barbarians and... And I haven't spent a dime on that one either. I, I admit, I spent four ninety nine because I got tired of waiting for enough gems to build another builder hut. <laughs> so I did spend five bucks on Your that game. Honor. Your I did spend five bucks on that game, but I figure I'm constantly playing that. Five bucks? That's a heck of a deal, man. I think the closest thing I have that I'm playing is Disney has a version called Frozen that... From the reviews on it, I guess kind of like Candy Crush, but I like it because I like Bejeweled and oh. and um, Puzzle Quest right? and all that stuff. So I started playing that because it's like all snowy ice crystals stuff. So, but I haven't spent any money on it because I refuse to. I will wait my twenty minutes to get more hearts before I start playing again. I will not spend money on it. I just can't. And see, that's kind of my thinking. I will wait. The two days or the four days or whatever for my upgrades to happen, but it's a lot better when you got three builders instead of two. <laughs> if you say so, I think the freemium model is working. The the free premium because it's getting people to play the games for free, and then it's roping them in with these impulse purchases. Yeah, it's working, but I hate it. I mean, could you imagine playing like Warcraft three and for every peon that you've got, you've got to fork <laughs> out actual money. Or wait an hour. Yeah, I just... I finally beat Warcraft 3. It goes hand in hand. It took me six years. <laughs> this would work really well for Eve. If Eve were free, and you ha- you put down a skill book that will take you 12 days, or if you pay $4, you oh, can get it done instantly. That would be insane. My character, my character in Eve is six and a half years old now. Yeah. That's older than my youngest son. <laughs> well, and, and skills in this game ramp exponentially. The older you are, the higher skills you've you've trained, and you train them in real time. So my my player is as unto a god in that game. Oh, I was going to say, so he can, like, read now? Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's now working on, uh, on multiplication. But something like this, the freemium model, would basically flatten the playing field. That'd be insane. That would. If you're rich. We're running long in the tooth here, but I actually want to see a study here. How many of these freemium games are making their money while people are on the toilet? (laughs) Clash of clans. That's some dirty money there. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. (laughs) Because I know it's all impulse purchases. Well... I'm not going to be sitting here in 20 minutes, and I really need that upgrade now. <laughs> yeah, it's 99 cents. I'll do it. Just saying. Coping just became a bit pricier. <laughs> uh, and in quick last bit of headline, someone is finally going to make action figures for Firefly. Six-inch figures. This is Yay. Awesome. They I did it with it. the Serenity movie, but this is Pop Funko, who makes awesome vinyl figures. You know yeah. they're going to be great. 
They have some awesome stuff out. So, especially knowing that it's that, totally there. I love them. <laughs> All right. Guilty pleasure. Yeah, they're doing Firefly, Buffy, Ghostbusters, and Arrested Development. So, win, 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 and win. Yes. Okay, into our favorites. I did some hand signals there, and I just realized I'm not on the SWAT team, and no one has any clue what I just did. <laughs> my favorite this week is... There's no is, gang signs. Yeah, my, my gang signs. No, that's not my favorite. It'd be a sp- flow chart that actually came out uh, a little bit ago. Zoner showed it to us today. It's how to pick the perfect video game for how you're playing right now. And it is super accurate. You should know, if you're a gamer, you should know or have played at least 90% of the games on this list. And it's perfect. Everything about it screams accuracy. It's a rather large image, so you may need to scroll a while, but it's definitely worth checking out. And it is an effective, effective flowchart. Now, my favorite this week is coming to you in Lego form. Somebody decided to throw 200,000 Legos together and build Rivendell. 400,000. No, 200,000. 400,000 was Hogwarts. Which was also quite epic. But yeah, you can check it out. Um, her Flickr gallery is amazing. And there's a link to it in the story that I linked to. And then I just got to throw a plug in for uh, one of our fans. He has a comic. It's Frogman. I've thrown in the link. Um, go check it out. It's a web comic. He's trying to get it off the ground. If you like it, tell him. If you don't, tell him. Okay, my favorite comes from Netflix. Um, they, they've put up uh, this video every year during the holiday season. It's called Fireplace for Your Home. Well, this year they released the official trailer for it. Um, they have it up on YouTube. They do it just like a regular movie trailer with the suspense and everything and the, and the reviews. Um, and it, it's pretty awesome. They also have a behind-the-scenes video as well. Uh, so check it out. Well, my favorite actually kind of refers to one of our episodes a few back. I did actually end up getting a 3DS XL, the Zelda version. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who do have a 3DS XL already, but there are still quite a few who do not have it. And if you are still debating if you want to do it or not, I recommend it because Zelda is amazing. And that's my favorite because I've been very addicted (laughs) Nice. Help feed into Amber's addiction. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to know that there is the parental controls. We weren't really aware of that with the whole YouTube thing. But it's it's cool. And you can connect with your friends and stuff and kind of stalk them. Stalking? Stalk. Nothing says mental health like stalking from a Zelda game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know what you were playing last night. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> All right, well, that is our show this week. Again, let us know what you're thinking. Feedback at stolendroids.com or 801-917-GEEK. Until next time, cheers. End of line. Good day. See ya. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.